I don't know about you, but whenever I'm driving along uh, the 400 Series Highway and I see uh, high-end cargo by, I think to myself, geez, I wonder how they sleep at night. Not not about, you know, how they're making their money or how stressed they are about work. It's just the fact that there's so many stories of car thefts in and around the GTHA. As of September 26th, according to the Toronto Police, there have been 6,497 thefts reported. When compared with uh, 2021, all of 2021, they saw 4,498 thefts. That is nearly a 45% rise with three months of the year remaining. And so it looks like this is a problem that is continuing to grow. In fact, I was reading that in Mississauga and Brampton, this past week, over 100 vehicles have been stolen. Like to welcome on to the Kelly Cotrera Show, Detective Sergeant Peter Webby, who is responsible for the Toronto Police Force's new formed organized crime investigation support team. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Thank you, Kelly. Good morning. Good afternoon. We, well, hey, thanks for being here. And you know what? You wouldn't be wrong with morning because I used to do uh, an earlier show in the day. So perhaps uh, that might be throwing you. But let's talk about the fact that we are seeing more cars uh, being stolen in the uh in the past year than we did in all of 2021. What's leading to the increase here? Is it just we have more supply? Yeah, I think that's that's really the problem. I mean, I think the demand has always been there for these high-end vehicles, and, and not just high-end vehicles, um, but especially the newer vehicles. And I think what we've seen is during 20 and 21, the supply of the vehicles were very limited. And um, after speaking to some of the manufacturers, I believe that's as a result of a chips shortage or manufacturing shortage and, and also the pandemic. So what we're seeing is an influx of these newer and higher end vehicles actually being delivered. And some of them may have even been purchased you know, a couple of years ago and they're just taking delivery now, <clears throat> which makes the supply greater and um, it's accommodating the demand, which has always been there. You brought up the fact that it's not just luxury vehicles that are being stolen, but when it does come to these luxury vehicles, in the past, we've heard, look, if you don't find it within 24 hours, it's already on a shipping container and it is off to another country. Is that still the the, the prevailing wisdom when it comes to high-end cars? Yeah, it, it really is. Um, it's very profitable for these people to get these things out of the country as soon as possible. I don't know if the 24-hour mark is accurate, but what I would say is that um, that if we don't find it in a short turnover, there's a very good chance that these people are trying to get it onto a container, get it out of the country as soon as possible. What about the vehicles that are being stolen, like uh, Honda CRVs and, and vehicles that is just the average Canadian drives? What's happening with those? It's the same thing. There's a very huge demand for those overseas, especially, and um, they are being targeted because of the resale value. It's very lucrative to to send these overseas because of the demand for them. It's very profitable. So what I'm led to believe by the fact that you've set up this new organized crime investigative support team is that we're not looking at uh, small-time criminals that are uh, stealing your vehicles. We're looking at a big ring, an organized ring. How 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 big could this be? Are we talking about a global scale here? Absolutely, it is a global scale, and you know part of the problem is it's multiple different um, groups of people. So it's not just one group of. Uh, 
of criminals. It's multiple groups. And I mean, there are different categories. And, and I just want to clarify that not every vehicle that's stolen, especially in the GTA, ends up overseas. There is a domestic market for these as well. Um, what, we're, what we're speaking about here is, is the most profitable ones. And it, it's, it seems to be more profitable uh, to send them overseas because they make the most money. But there still is a domestic problem with them as well. And there's also when people steal vehicles to use them for other crimes. So we have a couple of different scenarios. But what I would say is, especially the ones that are being sent overseas, it is an organized group doing that. Short of putting your car into a garage, because we hear that all the time, what can you do to protect it? Because I know we've heard some stories, interesting stories about people that have taken these Apple AirTags and put several of them in their cars, hoping that thieves won't spot all of them. And then they can lead uh, police officers to their car that's missing. Yeah, it, it is a real problem because um, what we're finding is that these criminals are able to defeat the GPS systems as well as a lot of the security systems that the manufacturers have put into these cars to prevent the thefts. Um, I would, I, would, I would recommend that everybody be very careful what they leave in the car in case they are stolen, especially if there's bank documents or financial documents. That can, that can change your life in, in a very different way than just losing your car. Um, and the message I think, Kelly, I really want to get across to the public is at the end of the day, it, it is a property crime. We don't want to see anybody get hurt. Um, you know, really don't put yourself in harm's way. Common sense is always, you know, kind of the best, the best factor in here is to know where your car fob is, know who's using your car, know who, who you're lending your car to, and, um, and try to, you know, just try to know your surroundings. There's, there's very little you're going to do to combat the defeating of these, uh, uh, of these criminals um, if they have the right sort of technical equipment. Right. These are professional criminals. This isn't small time uh, thieves trying to make a quick buck. So is the goal of the Toronto Police Services, uh, the the new organized crime group, is it to, you know, the uh, I'm probably messing up the name of your of your group, your task force. Uh, Is it to cut the head off the snake? It it is. Um, The ultimate goal is to stop this from happening. Uh, And we, we can only do that you know, working with our partner agencies, working with uh, other police services across Canada and even internationally. We've brought in corporate partners um, and we rely on the public as well. There's there's the Crime Stoppers, there's a tips line. There's lots of information that I know public has at times that we don't often get. So it's going to be ha- it's going to have to be an effort from not just law enforcement, but our corporate partners and the public when they know um, when they know about these criminals. So if you're going for the big guys in this organized crime rings that are responsible for the car thefts, what are the odds of, of you dealing with the you know individual cars getting them back to the owner? Who who does that? I mean, when we recover the cars, we will we will get them back to the owners. But at a divisional level, and what I mean by divisional level, that's those are the police stations within the areas um, uh, in our communities. There is a major crime unit there, and a lot of those and those guys work incredibly hard as well to get these vehicles back to the owners. Um, we're we're really looking at the big picture. We're looking at a more complex investigation than uh, divisional MCU or major crime unit officers would be investigating. Is the payoff bigger for stealing a car than running drugs? It's not necessarily running drugs. That is, I mean, sometimes people do steal vehicles to commit other crimes. We know that. Um, but I think the real issue here is the exportation of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Detective Sergeant Peter Webby, who's responsible for the Toronto Police Force's newly formed organized crime investigative support team, 
They're looking into uh, the rash of thefts as of September 26th, by the way. According to the story I was reading from the Toronto Star, there have been uh, 6,497 thefts reported to Toronto police. When compared with 2021, 4,498 the entire year. That's nearly a 45% increase within three months of the year still remaining. So we're probably going to crush the heck out of that record, which is not great news for you if you're listening to me right now in your car. And you're no, you don't want to be in a luxury car. You could be in a Honda CRV. Luxury to some, I know. Better than a shoebox at the bottom of the ocean. But the point is, carjacks are becoming more frequent. Car thefts are becoming more frequent at all times of the day. And our next guest wants something done about it and uh, doesn't think that it should be left up entirely to the Toronto Police Force. Mike Cole is a Toronto City Councillor. He joins the Kelly Cotrera Show. Mike, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for uh, bringing attention to this uh, organized crime uh, plague here. Yeah, it is a plague. When you start putting together those special task force and those special units in the Toronto Police uh, organization to combat the organized crime when it comes to car thefts. You know that this is, you know, th- this is numerous tentacles. So you are actually advocating and calling on several levels of government to get involved. How so? Outline what you want. Well, I've been uh, begging the uh, province, the OPP, the feds, and the uh, border services, RCMP, to join Toronto in combating this. But up until now, they have refused. Uh, meanwhile, it's all left to the Toronto police, who are doing an incredible job uh, dealing with this. Uh, and, you know, uh, they, the feds and the province will not acknowledge that this uh, organized crime activity doesn't stop the city of Toronto borders. Uh, these uh, cars that are stolen are, uh, you know, in Montreal, uh, in a container or in Halifax within a day. Uh, so this goes across city boundaries, uh, goes across provincial boundaries. And, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff goes to fund uh, terrorist groups in the Middle East, organized crime all over North America. Uh, this is just a real uh, dangerous situation. And the, and the Toronto police have taken it seriously, but Ottawa and uh, Queen's Park are asleep at the switch, sad to say. Car theft can be very lucrative, and we've got uh, quite a, a large uh, listening audience right now. We're we're talking with people in London. We're talking with people in Hamilton. We're talking with people in Toronto. Everywhere you slice it in our listening audience, there have been stories and reports of car thefts, and it's not just the luxury car. So this obviously needs to be addressed in, you know, as you say, it's, it's, it's national, and it's even bigger than that. It's global. But should we be addressing it in a regional way, and, and how could the government get involved? Well, they could uh, at least get some OPP officers to take this seriously and assign some officers full time, not just one or two, but a whole squad of officers to work with the Toronto Police Service. You know, but they haven't done that. Uh, they they uh, basically don't think it's a serious issue. They claim they've done all this. But meanwhile, they have not joined the task force, which uh, we've been asking for for six months. And so they've got to do it. But the feds are just as guilty because this leaves uh, in containers that are international ports. And mm-hmm. they, the cars end up in uh, the uh, Middle East. They end up in Nigeria. I mean, they're sitting in parking lots in Nigeria with Ontario plates on them. And they're selling them with, and saying, oh, this car comes from Ontario. It's a good car. 
this is open, uh, organized crime that is, uh, you know, and plus what they do is they, they basically have a, a bounty out in uh, the, uh, the GTA. I know it's 5,000 bucks a car. So they say anybody that brings them a car gets 5,000 bucks right up front. So you've got all these people out there uh, touring neighborhoods, uh, as you said at the beginning, uh, of how easy it is to subvert the uh, inadequate security systems. Uh, they're picking up cars for 5000 bucks a shot, and they end up in Nigeria. So, Mike, do you think that the feds in the province aren't getting involved, not just not because they don't want to, but because they understand the the scope of this problem and how much it will cost and that maybe the average person just couldn't stomach the cost of really breaking down an organized crime ring? That's big. Well, the, the bigger cost is uh, feeding organized crime and people losing millions of dollars a week in cars that are going to have to pay for the uh uh, replacement cars, and now you can't see at one time nobody cared because they say, well, the insurance pays for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the insurance company can't get you a replacement car. People are calling me, say, Mike, they stole my uh, Rover, they stole my Mercedes Benz, and I and I can't get a replacement from them. Will you do something about getting me a replacement? I says, well, listen, uh, you can't get cars now, so mm-hmm. therefore. Uh, you can't fluff it off and say, oh, well, the insurance will pay. Well, you can't get a replacement either now. All right. So it's just crickets you're hearing from the province and the feds. They're silence. They're basically asleep at the switch. I said, this is costing you know, you in higher insurance premiums. It's mm-hmm. costing uh, you in uh, funding organized crime uh, that uh, is just basically being fueled by this money. So you're basically, it's like subsidizing organized crime activity that here in Canada, Ontario, and uh, internationally. And uh, the feds and the province are saying, oh, well, Toronto can handle it. Well, you know, the Toronto TPS, and they formed, you know, with uh, Deputy Chief Demke, they formed the uh, Organized Crime Investigative Support Team. They've done that. They're doing their part, but they can't do it alone. This does not stop at Steeles Avenue. Is this all tied in with, with is this at all tied in with gun violence, do you think? Well, certainly with the money they get, they sure uh, they buy guns and drugs. That's part of the uh, fuel for organized crime, for sure. Right. Uh, it's all connected, and uh, but it's not, you know, local. It's not kids uh, that used to be going for a joyride. These are stolen for export. This is, a, this is one of the biggest export businesses in Canada right now, which is laughable, uh, exporting. Uh, stolen cars is becoming number one of the number one exports we have here in Ontario and Canada. It's, it's yeah, just, that uh, is uh, sad. Well, yeah, that's horrible to hear.